It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Hey everybody, today is episode 14. Everyone can live off grid. Everyone can live off grid. That's a bold statement, Cotton. (laughs) Nice. You'd be surprised. Yeah. But it's true. Living off grid does not mean that you have to give up all your modern comforts. It doesn't require taking out a second mortgage. It doesn't require moving to the woods. You don't have to give up the finer things in life if that's what makes you happy. Oh, we really actually, we had a kind of an epiphany today. Yeah. It has never been cheaper or easier. No. To live off grid. No, technology is incredible. And you can still get just about anything you want delivered right to your door. So you don't have to live like Ma on Little House in the Prairie. So, although we live in the woods. In the country. In the country, I guess. That's by choice. We love it. It's beautiful. But you could just as easily do it in town or in the city. Probably easier in some ways. You can. We're going to elaborate on a few examples Mm -hmm. that uh, will hopefully open your mind to the possibilities. And if you've looked into this 5, 10, or 15 years ago... The numbers make more sense It's a completely different situation now. Do you remember um, when your family first got a microwave? And it was like, I think it was like $1,500. When when my parents first bought a microwave, it was like $1,500. It was a big deal. My parents didn't teach me anything about money, but (laughs) no, they didn't. I didn't know what anything cost. It was a big deal. Do you, do you, do you the ever first have one time, of those old handy computers? The first time I understood what things cost, uh-huh. I immediately realized I couldn't afford anything. <laughs> that, that was, was the that? first time. It was a crash course. Oh. But yeah, was, no, I don't remember. Was that 79? Because we're there again. We're there again. <laughs> we can't afford anything, folks. But you can afford to be off grid, even Whatever. if you couldn't five or ten years ago. I'm going to get a little off track here just quickly. It's good. Uh-huh. My first job, like my first real job, uh-huh. like not not taxes. my first slave labor working yes. for family job, was in '98, uh, mm. and I couldn't find a job. Everybody was that broke. That doesn't make any sense because my first job was probably earlier than '98, and I had a real job with like taxes. Yeah. Okay. Stuff. Fine. I had a few weird part-time okay. jobs, but I mean like a full-time living okay. on my own job, All like right. really. '98 mm-hmm. and. Everybody was poor. Yeah. A- and then suddenly, within a few years, everybody was leasing trucks and everybody had a high wage. Like, it was. The, there, this isn't it just a like a this downturn thing, isn't a new thing. It was a magical time back when everyone was a little bit broke and not a little so much bit of a broke. Jerk. <laughs> not so, yeah. It Anywho. Knocks you off your high horse a little bit. Everyone can live off the grid. Yes. And we, today, we're going to share some simple ways to make this achievable for a modern day person who might still have to go to the office without smelling like wood smoke every day mm-hmm. and looking like you slept in your car. Yeah. Because it's not a good look. No. It's not the vibe. It's the goo. <laughs> it gets stuck on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You've got 30 seconds to tell me why you think people should live off the grid. I think people should take control of whatever they can. Mm. And you can't take control of paying taxes, uh, a lot of situations you can't take control of where you work, Mm -hmm. uh, how you have to bring in money. But the real thing is living off the grid, you can do it with literally the flick of a switch. Awesome. Yeah. uh, Oh, I'm inspired. I want to live off grid. Oh, wait, I do. Okay. 
Let's thank our first sponsor today, EcoFi Battery Company. That's E C O F I I dot com. Dot thank com. You, they use. I'm gonna let you read this because I can't say <laughs> the big long words. Sure. It's a lithium iron phosphate based power system with an inverter, solar charge controller, generator charging, all in one box. Hmm. It literally you buy the box if you want to charge it you plug in some solar panels or you plug it into a wall outlet and it just charges automatically when your power goes down not if when your power goes it down it will especially this summer as we're seeing in the news there's several models there's a hardwired model but the first two models have outlets on them it's there's usb outlets and there are regular outlets you can plug in whatever appliances you like and depending on the size, you can run more things or less things yep. for longer or shorter. It's a pretty versatile line, I Easy think. Easy peasy, but mm -hmm. it's not one of those little plastic toy ones. This no. is like a... This is a real thing to real run, thing. A, run a home. Yeah. Yeah. And it's made in Canada, and it ships from Prince Edward Island. So it you does. don't have to worry about docks and weird things happening in China. Yeah, all of uh, the components I was talking to him the other day, the components themselves, like the interior stuff, the battery cells and everything, everything comes from Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of which, yeah. getting back to the episode, I want to say, I can't live off the grid because it's too expensive. Mm. What would you tell me? Uh, EcoFi Mini starts at $3,700. Canadian. Canadian. Which is a great price for... If you're American, that's a heck of a price. Yeah, and if you add like 1500 bucks for a small solar array, you're done. You're done. That's it. No more decisions. We've no more said getting it. quotes. No, we've said it before. Living off the grid is a bit of a math exercise. You really have to pay attention. Yeah. But once you do, it becomes second nature. It becomes you don't even think about it it's anymore. It's like being a farmer, and you look and you see if it's going to rain because yeah. then you know what you're going to do. That a day. real farmer, not a commercial farmer right. who farms like, Monsanto okay. garbage. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you're trying to precisely replicate your life in a big suburban house, yeah. that could get expensive. Yes. Well, that's why all the bills are skyrocketing. It's possible, but it could get expensive. It is getting expensive. We advocate for starting small, but not too small. Yeah. I would say you shouldn't start with a large enough with a system that isn't large enough due to budget constraints. That's just going to frustrate you. Mm -hmm. um, I would suggest getting a system size so that you can run most of your usual items. Yeah, so Get, if like a basic yeah, system. If you're used to a fridge, yeah. a deep freeze, your hair dryer, a washing machine, a couple TVs, some laptops, and lights. Mm -hmm. Just get the system the size for that at the beginning so that you don't get frustrated and give up. Well, it's a it's a lifestyle practicing thing. It so is. say you want to run a hairdryer when we're off grid, yeah. we know just instinctively that we 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 can, but we choose not to run the hairdryer mm -hmm. and the dishwasher at the same time. It's like budgeting. It's like budgeting. Yeah. Once you do it, once you get into it, it really is second nature. Yeah, I know when the washing machine's going with the first load of the day with the diapers in it, I don't also try to run the dishwasher or we're going to get low and I might run into problems well, later. Well, it's not only that, it's part of the art of living with mm -hmm. batteries. So we've kind of trained ourselves based on my own experience. Mm -hmm. when, you, when you take batteries and you, you draw a whole bunch of power out at once, called a heavy load mm -hmm. you're going to shorten the life of those batteries yeah so we we just accepted that into our lives a long time ago i could run like a whole bunch of things at once yeah. i have a 
think we have a 5,000 watt inverter. Yeah, and we could do the air compressor to, and to, all the things. To put it in less. perspective, uh, uh, all of the big things, dishwasher, air compressor, these are all 1,500 watt things. Even the hair dryer is 1,500. The hair dryer yeah. on high, I think it's 1,600. Okay. So I have a lot of hair. Out of 5,000 watts, I'm only okay. using a small fraction of that. So I can run multiple things, but then I'm really working my batteries. Mm -hmm. And batteries are a chemical entity. So you're making those chemical reactions work harder, you're shortening the life cycle. All of that means you learn to budget these things mostly for the longevity of your system. Yeah, because it saves you money not it having does. to replace it makes your you, It makes you smarter. You're more aware of wh what you're doing with your power. So and if where you're your smart about smart. your batteries and you're smart about what you're doing with your life. Yes. <laughs> in general. Well, it is. It is. It's an extra your element. your system will last longer. You know what? It's like getting in shape. You're still going to work every day, mm -hmm. but one day you decide, I'm going to get in shape. You don't quit work and then get in shape. You add that layer to your life, right. and then, for the most part, you become a better person. Yeah, you just add a little habit, add a little habit, and yeah. then suddenly you're waking up at 5.30 and going on a run. And exactly. Doing That's fun. I like that analogy. Okay, I would say... Um, if you really miss those um, sort of luxury items like air conditioner, electric hot water tanks, a clothes dryer, a pressure cooker, unless it's sunny out, you probably want to run your generator or it is pretty easy to increase the size of your system in the future to accommodate those things. It is. Yeah, that's why you start with a base system. Mm -hmm. When I say a base system, for example, I think the EcoFi Home has a 3500 watt inverter yeah. and it has a like I a five-ish yeah. kilowatt I hour. Think, I think that's about it. So I our home is an 11 kilowatt hour lithium mm -hmm. iron phosphate system and we get about two days out of it and we've got multiple freezers, multiple fridges. Mm -hmm. we, we run, run laundry every day. Two loads of laundry a day. Minimum. minimum dishwasher every day yeah so we're using a lot of power mm -hmm. we got the pool pump going 24 yeah. 7 we got air conditioner when it's yeah hot. no i should clarify not a real pool pump yeah this it's actually second half of the episode water Ooh, we're talking about water and so not a real if you look up a real pool pump their numbers are scary yeah. anyway you could run your pool pump and your freeze dryer and just go you know, run your batteries out in 20 minutes. Ballistic. Yeah. <laughs> Just. If you want to see our suggestions for the batteries and inverters and panels and whatnot, yep. um, you can check out ecofi.com. Go to our friends and affiliates page for, uh, I think it's $150 off this month well, for our coupon code. Yeah, I did have batteries and inverters on there but yeah. when we decided to spot when ecofi decided to sponsor I, yeah we were like oh this is a so we have we have ecofi what? which is the energy storage and then uh i've put on a whole bunch of uh, solar panel links right. solar panel cable links right breakers all the little things you need all the weird little and stuff that's on our off-grid gear page off-grid gear off-gridprepfamily.com yeah um there's a bunch of little gadgets and gizmos that you need to go with um, also, Do if that. you're a patron from our Patreon folks, you can feel free to ask your questions about sizing your own system in the private Discord group, or patrons get to email us directly if you have questions about that. Yeah. So that might be worth the five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Um, on the other hand, speaking of money, the average electricity bill in Canada, I looked it up, it said it was $180 per month. And that's like including apartments and people who don't use a lot. It, that's a lot. Well, I know a lot of people who have way higher bills than that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it goes up an average of 4% per year. We, I remember about 10 years ago, we had electric heat in our house. Mm. Remember? Right, we had this and old house well, with electric heat. We did, it was an old un- uninsulated, it was like a heritage house. And Well, that's about 13 years ago. Yeah. Anywho, we had electric heat and uh, our electricity bill was four or five hundred dollars a month Mm -hmm. and we sold the house and we moved actually that was when we moved to central america yeah and we spent the winter there thankfully because the grid with no bills because that same winter uh the whole town lost power and most of the houses were strictly electrical so they just all froze they just there were people sleeping in the gymnasium their their pipes were all all the pipes frozen. burst. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, and we would have had to repipe an entire heritage home. We had friends there, and Ooh. we heard the next winter, those same five hundred dollar a month bills were up to six and seven hundred dollars. Yeah, this was thirteen years ago. I can't imagine what they are now. I don't even know what those people pay now. But I will say that as someone who's mostly lived off grid for the last 15, 16 years, with some yeah. small breaks of yep. being grid tied. Yeah. I could not imagine having to get that bill in the mail every month and, and be opening it up and wondering what it's going to be. Obligated to pay it or the service. Now, I understand. Cut it off. I'm not a. I'm I could not, never go back. I'm not what you call an evangelist. I'm, I'm not. I, I, I don't only see my side of the story. I understand. It's a business. Right. You have to make money. They've set up decades worth of infrastructure. Yeah. So, yes, they deserve to make money. However, you're not legally obligated mm-hmm. to buy from them. Yeah. This is important you stuff, folks. You can choose to opt out. You can. It doesn't matter if you live in an apartment. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you live in a house in town. Mm-hmm. You can flip the switch. Yeah. They'll flip the switch on you if you miss that bill. They will. They'll flip <laughs> that switch like like it's a... Uh, yeah. uh, what am I trying to say here? A, uh, a hobby. Like it's a it's a sporting event. <laughs> They'll flip that switch with such zeal that you won't even understand what happened. Okay. Um, we had a friend bring us her electrical bill because she wanted to learn about getting off the grid. Right. And she was usually topping 600 per month and she was getting really good rates because they were a farm. Mm-hmm. That's brutal. They were getting really good rates, actually. I was the impressed. Electricity in the U.S. is, I looked it up, on average 118 per month. Uh, but it's probably more this year. Those stats are from 2019. You know they're what? Also going up at least four percent every year. Can I just mildly interject on that? So it was 180 for Canada, 118 for US. Mm-hmm. But we just shared our personal stories of several hundred dollars higher. That makes you think that maybe it's like this 8.9 percent inflation. 9.1. Oh, are they admitting to 9.1? Even though. Lumber gas has quadrupled. Gas has doubled. At least. So food has doubled. This is yet another layer of. They're they're lying to yes. you. In my opinion, mm. it is too expensive to not be off grid. It is. Or it at is. least have a really powerful like backup system. Yeah. That can run your critical loads and that you can hook up panels if you need to. That's what we're gonna call that officially. What? It you're not 
necessarily going off quote air quotes the grid you're putting in a backup a system. A backup system. Just in case. And you might grow to love that backup system so much that you might just leave that breaker off. Well, no, you never know. One day, the power might not work properly. One day. And if anybody says, hey, what are you doing with this whole solar rigmarole? You can say, I don't know. The power just wasn't working right. And, yeah. you know, we, we had to put in a backup just in case. We yeah. hope it comes on again one day <laughs> i really hope that steady flow of coal-fired power <laughs> that slave labor yeah. fueled fire comes back yes. on but don't we all just in case just in case i have a eco-fi being conscientious unit. yeah so speaking of too expensive yes to be on the grid losing a freezer full of grass-fed beef and chicken <laughs> Due to a blackout or a rolling brownout. What does that cost? Two, three thousand uh, dollars? We have a really good hookup for beef. We do. And yeah. a whole beef yep. costs us about 14, no, sorry. No, it's more like. $2,800. Yeah, for a whole cow. Yeah. So, yeah, like $3,000. And $3, we get a good deal and we wrap it ourselves. So mm -hmm. we package it ourselves. You can watch Instagram if you want to see us package a whole lot of beef. No, that, that's a year's worth of meat at really great prices. Yeah. You can easily double that, triple that. Yeah. Buying grocery store meat. And it's you get the T-bones and the fillets and all the fancy yeah. things that you wouldn't normally probably and buy in the store. These farmers these farmers like are everywhere. Four T-bone steaks. I would never in my life. I don't remember the last time I had a T-bone steak. Well, now. Well, you no, mean from the grocery store. From from yeah. our previous, okay. yeah. But if I lost that in the power outage, I might go postal. You're talking about a whole car. Yeah. A whole used car vanishes. Yes. And if rots. the if the breaker flips off. And you probably off. have to throw out that freezer. So. Yeah, yeah. You you won't get that smell out. So, so if you want to talk about why are you being prepared or well, why can't I go off grid? I can't you just have to. to lose all my preps. Yeah. That's why I need to be off the grid. Let's talk about EMP Shield. Speaking of the power going out with yeah. no notice, mm -hmm. EMP Shield will protect any device you plug into it from an EMP, a CME, or a lightning strike. They have units for your car, generator, or whole home, including that freezer full of grass-fed, free-range, lovely yeah. beef and chicken. Mm -hmm. You can use the code, this is capital letters, O G P F, like off grid Good prep, prep family, to get $50 off any unit, which is a big deal because they aren't really all that expensive. No. So 50 bucks is a lot. Thank you, EMP Shield. So being off grid means our life goes on exactly as normal when the power goes out for everybody else. Frankly, I don't even know when the power goes out here unless someone tells me. So we had this tradition a few off-grid houses ago that we oh, started and okay, we, we kind of forgot about. This was like 15 years ago when they started doing Earth Day. Earth Day? Do you yeah. remember the beginning of Earth yeah, Day? Yeah, and so everybody turned their lights out for Earth Day. We turned all of our lights on. We just glowed. glowed. Our house was glowing on the because hill. Because we got like, our power from the sun. Doing? Just stop. Just stop. Do you really coal. think that turning your lights off for an hour is making any difference at all? 
Talk about virtue signaling. That was before the masks. <laughs> that the, was. Wow. Oh, I hadn't thought of the virtue yeah, signaling thing. That was only for an hour a year. How will people know you're a good person for the rest of the year? Mm-hmm. They're not going to turn off their power for the rest of the year. So, they so it's not masks. just about opting out of power bills. Yes. It's it's a it's a lifestyle. It's opting out of the system yeah. and choosing to be independent. It's just like growing your own garden mm-hmm. and growing your own chickens and growing your own everything else. It's maybe not even necessarily cheaper, although with the price of things now, I think it probably is. But it's about not being beholden to anyone. Now, I really want to add this. We don't opt out because we despise people. Mm-hmm. We really like people. I mean, some of Generally. my best friends are people. <laughs> the system itself is the it's the modern day construct of some really great ideas. Mm-hmm. Things went really well, things went poorly, on and off, on and off. There's a lot of history. I'm not a history buff. Our oldest son is. What I'm getting at is we're not crazy forest people like that's not our choice our choice is simply to be prepared yeah not because we hate the system we don't i don't trust the system well i'm not i've been in enough natural disasters to not be naive enough to say i'm just gonna wait for the red cross to come and help me yeah there's a lot of problems yeah there really are and i've got a lot of kids and it's my job to keep them fed and comfortable and safe and when the power goes out if i don't have at least battery backup if not full off grid that's not happening our i don't know if i'm going to get this word right but our ethos our mm. our statement here our mission statement Ooh. if you will do we have a mission statement or are we just making this up on the fly i think so okay. that's i don't know if i've used anything correct what's there. our mission statement when you're prepared the bad stuff doesn't happen. Oh, well. And the wor- No, no. When yeah. you're really prepared for the situation, the bad stuff, it's like it passes you over. Like that whole... Remember like that the sheep, Bible thing? Yeah. The sheep's blood? Oh, stop. Don't butcher. Anyway. When you're prepared, truly, from our experience, the bad stuff kind of just passes over. It does. It really does. And the, the thing that happens every time is you end up kind of a little bit bored. Which is much better than panicking it's much better than losing a whole freezer full of beef or waking up at three in the morning thinking what would happen if the brownout lasted for more than two hours or days or weeks which it does yeah i you brought up those natural disasters i forget it's not that i forget about them i just don't think about them all the time stuff we've lived through we should another day oh like a like a you remember the earthquake in central america stop sorry now you're bringing stuff up man So, being off grid means our life just goes on. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Stay vigilant. Uh, just because somebody else's off grid life includes like dairy goats and growing a year's worth of tomatoes does not mean that you have to do that. No, you have to find what you can do. Yeah, you don't have to bake with sourdough. You, you do not still... have to bake with sourdough. I like sourdough. Our sourdough <laughs> dies every June. Every June. June. No matter what we do. We thought in for a May, while. I put Mr. Bubbles, I put a cup and a half of Mr. Bubbles, Mr. Bubbles. in the freezer <laughs> because I know Mr. Bubbles is going to die. 
Yeah. And so we're on, I think, the fourth incarnation of Mr. Bubbles now. Yep. Because every June he dies. Yep. And then I pull old Mr. Bubbles' progeny, his... Uh, <laughs> no, it's progeny. That's perfect. His son. <laughs> I pull him out of the freezer. And then I start him again in, like, September. <laughs> But there's something about the humidity and whatever we're doing in the kitchen during the summer and like, you know, when you've got like yogurt and sauerkraut and wine and other things no, it's, in the air. I've accepted it. It's just the, the, it's just the mojo. It, whatever. it really Some is. Some people have 20 year old sourdoughs. I will too, but Mr. Bubbles will always survive through the freezer. And I don't believe them. <coughs> he will emerge Sorry. through the from the tomb three months later. Yeah. It's almost the same. Okay. Maybe we're in uh, too young of a forest, right? We're in a fairly young forest. There's like, some juju there's, there's just a lot of things going on. Yes. Anyways, you don't have to bake with sourdough. You can still come to the off-grid club. We will accept you anyways. <laughs> uh, homesteading and off-grid living, they do often go hand in hand, but they do not have to. No. And we like to think of it more like living on a yacht. You want your comforts. You appreciate the cleanliness. And you want to be the captain of your own ship. Mm-hmm. And your off-grid doesn't have to look like anybody else's, but it is kind of easier to achieve in a rural setting in some ways because there aren't people asking questions. Yeah. But whether you live in the city or the suburbs or the country, we think that if you just use an EcoFi that's sponsoring today's show, it's just the easiest way to take your life off the grid. So how do I live off the grid? Uh, I'm in a house. Okay, I'm in I would the city. say you should get a backup battery system. Mm-hmm. And you should keep your grid connection as you take your time figuring your system out. Yes, definitely. There might be some appliances that you thought were really efficient that are actually hunks of junk. Like maybe the compressor is going in your freezer or something and you didn't realize until you start watching the power. It's you have to learn your house and you have to learn your loads. You do. And there yep. might be some things that you want to adjust. Mm-hmm. And... Just keep your grid connection, increase your system size if you have to, figure out how many panels you need, Mm -hmm. buy them six at a time until you're happy with the amount, and then cut the cord. And when you say cut the cord, Mm -hmm. they can cut the cord anytime. That's true, but you you can You can also cut the cord. Yes. Every home has has an electrical panel. Mm -hmm. All you have to do is walk downstairs and turn off your main breaker. That's it. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Once you're ready, once you've put in what our sponsors hope, an EcoFi system, and you've figured out your loads, and you've gone through all of the science, all of the experimentation, done some test runs, done some test runs then just flip it off. Just and then flip call that your breaker company. off. You can flip them off. You can flip off your power company. Yeah. I feel like that's it. Every home in North America. I haven't lived in Europe. (laughs) I've visited Europe. I've visited Central America. They don't know if they have. What I'm getting at is every home in North America is not. You're not legally obligated to constantly buy electricity. They're a business. Yeah. And by the rules of our society, they can't force you to pay the bill. That's a whole other political model right which now, might you be still coming have to pay your property taxes which you is do. kind of theft but that's kind of theft yeah i've seen property tax auction sales low but you yeah. don't have to buy power yeah it yeah. doesn't matter all you have to do 
is turn off the main breaker in your electrical panel, call them and cancel the service. Mm -hmm. It's like a cell phone bill. Done. Done. Now you might have a contract. There's there are various situations. We're not going to get into that. We're not experts in that anymore. But you don't have to constantly buy power. You can go off the grid with a small system, throw some solar panels up on your balcony, yeah, and then, and then decide what you really need, what's mm -hmm. really important. Yeah. That's what this is all about, is what is important to me. And for some of us, being independent is the most important thing. Freedom, power freedom, Yeah. there's nothing more important. Yeah. There really isn't. You might get bored <laughs> if you don't subscribe, you don't watch the streaming channels, you might get bored. But being bored is not the worst thing in the world. Yes. I have one final thought mm. before we wrap up. Sure. There is a hard truth that there are some people who have been thinking about going off grid for years, maybe even decades, mm. and they yeah. love to talk about it, but you and I both know they're never going to do it. No. They say they wish they could, and then they list 25 reasons why it's simply impossible for them. I know who you're talking about here, but... Everyone? Please. Their, their situation, they think, is unique and special, and they can't control it, and they aren't in control, and they aren't in the captain of their own boat, and they're just slaves to extenuating circumstances. But can I just kind of bring up the fact that less than 100 years ago... In 1925, only half of all homes in the states had electricity. That's crazy. In the crazy. late 60s, roughly 10% of American homes still had no power. Humankind has not had modern conveniences for very long, and so you can live, live without grid-tied power. 10% of Americans? That's like 30 million people. In the 1960s, and it was mostly rural. Well, so, and so maybe 100 million in the 60s. And most people that we know who say they can't live off-grid... It's because of their rural things. Stock water, horses, electric fences. The people who didn't have power in the 60s lived in the country. They figured it out. Had their own animals and yeah. food and horses. So there are easy and affordable ways of still having a lot of conveniences. But let's be real. You can live without grid tie power. You can. People Absolutely. have done it for millions of years and you will figure it out too. Mm -hmm. It might take a little bit of problem solving, but that's one of the things that preppers and off grid people are really good at. You become good at if it. If you aren't great at it yet, it's a really good time to start practicing before there is some sort of stressful incident in your life it that is, makes you need to be good at it's it. It's definitely better to start now. Start practicing. Yeah. It's just like we said earlier, it's like getting in shape. Yeah. Nice. It is. Yeah, it really is. I think that's all for today, folks. We're going to wrap up. Um... Remember to check out our Patreon community if you want to show your love for the show or ask us some questions about sizing your system. You can submit your power bill to us and we'll let you know what you need to make this thing happen. Patreons also enjoy merch mailed out every three months, like the Beans, Bullets, and Band-Aids mugs, which are super cute. And if you follow us on Instagram, you'll see what we're up to here. Nice. Today's quote is from Spencer W. Kimball. Preparedness, when properly pursued, is a way of life, not a southern spectacular program. Ooh, I like that. Thanks for listening, everybody. See ya. Bye.